rumbling along through the tunnel of love all aboard the peace train which is also a love train fdr with me your love doctor dr susie banned on facebook and ig and youtube but here on call-in with captain max and we are talking about sex and politics and the bonobo way and rumble by and call-in plus the bland positivity but no sex positivity of threads <laughs> who's on threads and more social media madness artificial ignorance and corporate censorship so we say join bonoboville right captain max that's what i say uh, join the bonoboville and you can come to the new platform exactly and speaking of bonoboville our vice tv documentary where you go deep inside Bonoboville and our exceptionally effective phone sex therapy system is coming soon, August 8th, actually, 8-8, which is Chinese good luck. And did you know in amateur radio, 8-8 is used as shorthand for love and kisses? The number eight, I did not know that. Number 8-8. Yes. 8-8, that's like four breasts. Yes, when signing a message, instead of going XO, you type 8-8. 8-8. If you're in certain kinds of radio, I guess. Anyway, we are here and we see a lot of friends in our listening area. So if you want to talk with us, you can put yourself into the caller area of the love train which is also a peace train and yes we are rumbling along and we've been learning a bit about our new owners (laughs) as george carlin would say rumble baby rumble Rumble. which sounds kind of dangerous but yeah they are kind of right wing i have to say and we've been exploring them a bit in fact i think we joined didn't we join rumble you can find me as dr susie one somebody else how dare they is dr susie but i am dr susie one max is max at night and we are getting in the belly of the beast and first thing i see is trump (laughs) live from vegas and they're calling him our 45th president with great respect and then a show on jesus guns and babies there you go good counterpoint to fdr and lots of different shows mostly right wing i have to say but a few shows on communism right yeah there's a there's some socialists running around there. All right. We're everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. That's right. And, and we're I, here. I, I'm very excited to be a lefty socialist on a right-wingish, right-wingish platform. As long as they stick to their motto of no censorship. I don't know if that's their total yeah, motto. If I show them my tits, they'll ban me right away. That's probably true. But if you were Janelle Monet, you can do it. 
anyway. There are double standards everywhere in all this social media. You can see lots of boobies and everything depending on what you're looking at. And you can certainly hear politics of all kind depending on what you're listening to and this new social media that's supposed to kill Twitter is threads. So I finagled myself onto threads through the Bonoboville IG. It was not easy because I'm kind of banned everywhere. But (laughs) I have to say, threads, it's interesting. I want to be there because like millions of people have downloaded it. But it's meta, so it's a little frightening to know Marky Z is our owner there. Yeah, it's owned by a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? Wrestlers are everywhere these days. <laughs> right. Even Trump is a wrestler. These uh, corporate heads are now the new movie stars. They, yes. Yeah, they've learned how to become, which they couldn't do for years. They had, they had to be very staid and... Yes, you know, so wear forth. suits. Now they wear what? T-shirts they wear and t-shirts. jiu-jitsu outfits right. or surfer garb. Right. And they are trying to distract us from the fact that they are stealing our money, stealing our info, deleting our info, and basically just siphoning our lives. It's kind of like a vampire, right? It's definitely sucking the blood of our opinions, they're our like, feelings, like, and then telling us we can't have opinions. They're like ticks. Mm. They just suck right. your little blood. Vampires are too fancy for them. Yeah, no, they're these just ticks. Are ticks. Not like even bats. Being in the woods with ticks. And some ticks are very poisonous. Yes, yes. Yeah, got to be watch out for several those of them. ticks. A lot of the they platforms. steal your stuff, and sometimes they just use it for they advertisers. And sometimes they delete it, like they did with me. In essence, they're sucking your blood. That's right. So we are here as long as we can be to speak our mind, to share our sexual knowledge, and bring a little fun and sunshine to your lives, as well as talk about serious, not so sunshiny issues, because this is not necessarily the super positivity show. I mean, we're positive. We're very sex positive, and we're not that kind of positive that Threads is trying to encourage. (laughs) Catherine says, Threads versus Twitter. Rumble in the jungle. Yeah, it's quite a rumble there. (laughs) All right, Catherine. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know who I want to win this rumble exactly. I mean, I certainly don't agree with Elon Musk's policies. Really, the only one telling the truth is the the guy from Amazon who says one day Amazon, too, will go bankrupt. Oh, yeah. Well, they all tell a truth every (laughs) once in a while. All of them do. It's not that. It's that... This guy, Muskie, he just puts out so much right-wing blather all over Twitter now. I mean, I'm not subscribing to these people, and they show up in my feed. They Who's show this? up in their mentions sometimes, and I'm not even following them, let alone that they mention me. But then I'm not paying him the $8 for the blue 
tick. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, the blue tick. Right. To suck my blood Those and my $8. Those are the most $8. dangerous. The blue ticks oh are the right. most dangerous. They suck the blood from you. They suck the blue yeah. blood from and, you. Right. And, and wait a minute. I'm a blue blood. Yeah, that's right. So that's your right. blood is getting sucked, blue I'm blood. I'm getting sucked dry here. Yes. So we're very excited to see some new faces. One is Gas Mask Girl. Of course, we know Gas Mask Girl very well from Twitter and from our own show. And they were just here. They are a they. They're a team. And they were here at my birthday. And it was great with Kyla Keys. And she wore gas mask. She looked gorgeous in a gas mask but she did look more gorgeous without the gas mask but it's kinky i like it i gave her a little spanking she's a lot of fun she wasn't wearing any panties that was a lot of fun she was wearing what no panties no panties no commando my goodness that's right i like it and so we had a great birthday celebration and gas mask girl was a big part of it and they are also getting in there, standing up for me and restoration of my various accounts. In their case, they actually wrote to YouTube on Twitter to say, restore Dr. Susan Block's account. And they haven't, but it's just a question of time and people. It's like the snowflake phenomenon. Enough snowflakes create a blizzard and then you snow them under. So that's what we're doing. And of course, Chris is on the chat here saying good evening to Gas Mask Girl. And also, good evening, my posse. All right. We shall not let this grave injustice against our beloved Dean of Lust and Love. Is that me? That must be you because I'm just the idiota (laughs) on the other microphone. You're the prince. (laughs) Of lust and love. And the sultanus, oh, sultantress. I guess that's a combination of a sultanus and a seductress of sex and seduction continue to unfold against Dr. Black being still banned from Facebook, IG, YouTube. There will be justice for Dr. Susan M. Block. Restore her social media sites now. Her courage and more is super worthy of being inducted into the AVN Hall of Fame and the history books. I like how Chris adds on things, you know, he has a main point and then, <laughs> and also put her in the AVN Hall of Fame and why not the history books as uh, well, well and the Smithsonian and everything. Right. So yes, I should be in all that stuff. And actually I got some potentially good news, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. Don't get too excited, don't hope too much. Hope is a very dangerous feeling, but I can't help but hope because an IG lawyer has actually gotten back to my lawyer, to a lawyer who is graciously representing me, and this IG lawyer is agreeing that maybe my Instagram account should not have been disabled. And since Instagram is owned by Meta, maybe my Facebook account should not have been disabled since they were both disabled at the same time. And he is confessing as to why they were taken down. We didn't know. It was taken down by a bot. And it makes a certain kind of sense because these Meta bots thought I was some kind of an escort. And that is against their guidelines. 
And much as I support all sex workers, including escorts, I myself am not an escort. And I do not run a brothel. Bonoboville is not a brothel. Neither is the Dr. Susan Block Institute. A, a, a not even a bordello. It's none of those things. No. It is a state of mind. It is a website. It is a community. And we're sex positive, but we are not offering sex for money. Now, we are offering sex therapy. And that is within IG and meta guidelines, so says the lawyer. So he is kind of letting me know that I should be restored. He's saying, this was a mistake. We thought you were an escort. It's because I'm so hot looking. I don't blame them. But they should look at who I am and see that I am a therapist. But they figure, so hot looking, so sex positive, she must be a hooker. Well, I'm all for hookers. I'm very hooker positive, but I am not a hooker, and I never have been. I played one in a play a couple of times when I was at Yale and in the Yale Dramat, but no, never, never been a hooker. I've had hookers on the show as guests, but no, that's not me. So maybe, maybe I will be restored and I hope so. That is kind of what they're indicating through their letters. They just wrote this stuff Friday afternoon. So we're just hoping by next week we will be restored. Very excited about this. So I'm also up for most popular sex educator in the Urban X Award. So vote for me. There are a bunch of other illustrious nominees that I greatly respect and admire and kind of would like to have sex with, but uh, they're not me, so you got to vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to have sex with them for money. It's not illegal to have sex with people. It's not illegal to be polyamorous. I know people are not sure these days because so much is being sort of forbidden if you're in florida you can't even say the word gay if you're in school so there's a lot of criminalizing and stigmatizing so what do you say instead you can't say goy maybe that's a jewish word for (laughs) non-jew that's for a non-jew well you can't say gay what do you say you say (laughs) bay hey i mean that's what they used to be called well, I know, but that's but considered a slur. Now, of course Matt. it is. Of course Although it is. I have some gay clients that frankly tell me they're turned on when they hear the term faggot. And I don't use it except in a kind Therapy. of indirect way. And, well, you just used it. But it is a slur, and just so a, I would not use it. Yeah, let me clarify that. I'm all for gay people. I, I, you can marry, You can do... You have freedom. You want to marry a tree. You want to marry a, another a guy. You want to marry another woman. Goddess bless you. Goddess really bless you. Yeah. Yeah. And you should have all the rights. And all those are all our rights. But Max likes to use slurs sometimes. No, I, no, I did. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just saying how awful that was. Yeah. Okay. That's what people were called then. That it was really right. awful. And so, in a way, 
when DeSantis, some people call him DeSatan, but I like Satan too much to call him that, and yet he says that you can't use the word gay, and gay is a perfectly good word that is not a slur. So right. it does sort of push people to using slurs when you say you can't say the word that is acceptable in public places. It's really awful. So we say gay here, brothers and sisters, and we are very sex positive for all the sexes and genders. Yeah, so uh, when I grew up, gay meant you were happy. Yeah, well, yeah. I think You're it happy, still does. Happy and gay, and, yeah, right. and it still does. In a way, right. in, in a, a way. way. Right. Yeah, we should be positive. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think that Threads is ruining the whole even word positive. It's like so super saccharine positive. It's kind of crazy. I've been looking at it. I haven't posted it's much. A little therapy. Everybody's excited to be there. It's very easy to be there because all you need to do is press a button if you're on IG and you're there. Yeah. But then once you're there, you're like, hey, I'm here. And Here's my dog. Yeah, yeah, here I am. You know, they post sexy pictures, no doubt. But it's a little bit like being in a therapy session. And I'm a therapist, but not a sex therapy session, okay? Here's one of the guys running it. He says, politics and hard news are important. This guy's name is Moseri. I don't want to imply otherwise. But my take is, from a platform's perspective... Any incremental engagement or revenue they might drive is not at all worth the scrutiny, negativity, let's be honest, or integrity risks that come along with them. And there are more than enough amazing communities, sports, music, fashion, beauty, entertainment, etc., to make a vibrant platform without needing to get into politics or hard news. I want to get into sex. Can right, I, can I get into sex? Can I get into sex? He doesn't sex. mention that as yeah, one of the amazing that, right? communities. And who is this guy? This guy is a guy named Moseri who is, he says he's head of Instagram and father of three boys. Oh my and God. And I think he's part of the launch of Threads. He's very much involved. What do the three boys have to do with this? Well, you know, what, what is he, a babysitter? Yeah, probably. What, 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 that's why he's trying to make it very clean and very non-political. What's his name? He sounds like he's from Missouri. What's Missouri? No, no, Ma he's from Missouri. The, the guy's from Missouri. I'm telling you. Okay. That's what they That's do. That's the Missouri. show me state, so I should right. be able to show my tits. That's right. Well, actually, Janelle Monae does, but she's special. I yeah, know but she's she got has, really she good she lawyers. She has little things over her. She does have the little yeah, things, the little right? Scratches. The scratches. But I'm telling you, I put the little scratches. I get censored. So I think there are double standards. And I love Janelle Monet. I do. I'm a big fan. I would have sex with her in a nanosecond. And I love the videos. They're very sexy. They look like orgies. They look like Bonoboville Bacchanals, actually. Except maybe even more so. Hey, by the way, we're losing one of our Bonobos. We are. Yeah. And uh, she is one of our editors. And okay. she's great. And she's great. If you are an editor and would like to join us in Bonoboville, 
Yes, we're talking about words, editing my words. Yeah, editing words. And your words. And my words. So you have to know a little bit of grammar. <laughs> no, no, you have to know a lot of grammar because this girl, my partner here, is a grammatologist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be editing your work as well. And we do. We go back and forth here. Right. But we do try to have somewhat English-friendly, literate posts and blogs and so that's what we're looking for we're yeah. looking for someone who can help us with editing not just writing because everybody is a writer nowadays yeah. everybody. everybody so writing writer. is fine and you should be a writer but you really should be able to edit edit and use track changes on Microsoft Word so we're also looking for another bonobo actually we're looking for two to enter our community in real life as yeah. well as on Bonoboville.com. You can live rent-free. You can suffer the wrath of Dr. Susie and myself. Much wrath, yes. <laughs> yeah. And um, you can eat. There's all plenty of food. Eat. You have internet. All kinds of nice things, actually. Very nice things. Yeah, two dogs. You can't bring you your can't dog. can't actually live here, but there are a lot of mattresses. Yeah, there are a lot of mattresses here because... Bonoboville is a city on the internet. And one of my mottos, one of my shows is called Mattress Madness. Madness. Yes. So if you know somebody who's a good editor, is writing a book or, or uh, uh, tele, tele, teleworking and would like a... Place in the world. A place in the world. This might be it. Let this might us be it. know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Some people run out of here after a week. Other people are here for years. And it's all good <laughs> and delicious That's right. and wonderful. It oh, is. really. It and is. And we've got some of the best chefs, I must we do. say. We do. Some of the very best chefs. Including Anna Cucina, who Anna. is now cooking up something Anna Cucina. For for Massimo show. Pizza. Yes. Well, Massimo Pizza is something. <laughs> the Pizza Lab. It's the Pizza Lab. Right. If, so you, if you like pizza, you should join you the Bonobo you should join clan. The clan. Yeah. I also have to say, it's my mom's birthday. Of course, ah. she's up in heaven or maybe hell, depending. But she was a wonderful person here on earth and not a religious person. So she didn't really believe in a heaven or hell. And if you're listening live, this would be her birthday. And so I hope you like this show, mom, wherever you are. You were always a show woman. She was. Oh, yeah, she, she was. She loved Absolutely. to put on a show. And she was a great artist and a teacher. And that's why I've always been comfortable with nudity. I grew up with nudes in my household. She would be sculpting nudes. And we have a lot of nude paintings that I've since inherited, some of which are here in Bonoboville. I remember when the firewoman came in here and she saw Marilyn with no bra. Oh, my goddess. She said, this is creeping me out. I gotta go. But I thought you were inspecting. No, no, no. I see storyboards with pornography. What are you talking about, woman? Ooh. And she ran out of the building. And ever since then, and we've been harassed and ever by since then. <laughs> the Arcadia city fathers and mothers. But we're still here, we're and here. we're doing great. We're kind of sort of winning the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. slowly so but surely. So we hope that we will have yeah, really and good if, news and, and If you'd like to join our legal team, yes, we are putting together a delicious, wonderful 
legal team? We got all kinds of yeah. legal issues yeah. <laughs> between social media and Arcadia. We're on it with the legalities. Anyway, my mom was not a lawyer. My dad actually was. Was a lawyer. Yes, yes. So she married a lawyer. But she was a teacher, an art teacher, and also a low-key communist, by the way, kind of socialist, because she grew up under FDR. And yeah. so it was kind of cool to be a socialist at that time. And a great interviewer. She taught me how to talk to people and to draw them out which is also what you need to do and as a therapist. the only mother-in-law I had that liked me. Well, she loved you. All the other loved ones. Loved you. Why, what is with this piece of shit you married? She was the only boyfriend of mine that she really got along with. I mean, she'd kind of be nice to the other ones, but she really liked you. You were like her son. You look more like her than like, my brother. I have those big, nice, fat cheeks. Yes, the two of you <laughs> with your big, fat cheeks are just like mother and son. And then there's me. Anyway, hi, Mom. Bye, Mom. And we do have to also say goodbye to John Clark. Mm. So I'm going to talk more about him in a moment. My second radio producer on KIV. He was an old friend, and he just passed away at the age of 90. So was he 90? He was 90. Older than you, honey. Older than me. 10 years. I'm just a young one now. Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to talk more about John Clark. Cut the Pentagon is out there saying Zuckerberg's jiu-jitsu trainer is affiliated very closely with the Grazis. Grazis have always been associated with fascists. Interesting. Well, he's like super fascist. Marky Z. I think in a way more than Elon. Elon shows it <laughs> and Zuck holds it close to his chest. So we'll talk about that. But I want to say hi to Chris, who is in the caller area. Welcome, Christopher from New Jersey. From my old state. Welcome back to FDR. Hey guys, good evening again. And first of all, Thank you so much for the update on your social media situation. And I, too, would like to perhaps write a letter and express my support to have these restoration of the sites back if I can. I do know how to write very magnificently, as you have seen. I have seen your magnificent writing. Now, you're not doing this through AI, are you? I mean, that's okay if you are. No, I'm writing with my own words and my right. own thoughts, and I use very important quotes and stuff like that, like Abraham Lincoln, as well as Kennedy and so forth, because this is very important for us as Americans to stand up and fight for what we believe. I know that we're this close to winning the battle, but we have a long road ahead, and I really hope everybody's listening and really signing the petition at change.org that gas master and the others have started because now is the time to really double down our efforts. Our beloved Sultani, Sultantress of seduction and, seduction and stuff and the Dean of Lust and Love is really this close to winning, but we need everyone on board. It's all hands on deck. Nothing must be left to chance right. because if we can win and help save and restore her sight, then we have achieved the greatest victory in social media history and the greatest victory for the adult entertainment and sex workers in history, too. And I am really hopeful 
if I can, I will write that letter and I will see to it. I will email it personally for you as a symbol of my support. All right, Chris. All right, well, Chris, I wish this you. was video tonight because we have our fists in the air going, yes, yes, yes. yes. Chris is so galvanizing. And uh, of course, we appreciate all of the support from Gas Mask Girl, which is on Twitter. They wrote a very nice piece and added YouTube. And also, it's Rhiannon Ahrens who yes. sponsored the change.org petition. That is more oriented towards Facebook and IG. And so we have had some wonderful support. We really appreciate it. And of course, Chris is involved and lots and lots of people have come to the fore to support us in our plight being censored. We are going to turn these monstrosities, uh, uh, Nazis, into uh, public access media. That's right. We are experienced on public access. That's right. We fought the... We fought the great public access battles back in the day, and we won those battles until, of course, public access was taken away from us completely. But we won the battles against censorship. Mm -hmm. And we understand there's got to be some censorship. Of course, the idea of no censorship is kind of crazy when people might spam you a thousand times. Power to the people, that's what it should be. Well, yes, power to the people is a great thing. And so we just believe in compassionate censorship, where you understand what you're censoring and you don't disable accounts and you check it out before you fully censor it. You don't let a non-human censor a right, human. Right, the AI, which is artificial ignorance. Yeah, today I got a call, uh, many calls, from the police protection something or other, and it was all AI. There was no human. Mm. I, and he wouldn't listen. And I said, no, well. you got to tell me, are you a bot or are you a human? Right. And then there'd be silence. Mm. And did you want to give? We'll send you an envelope. Yes, that's totally a machine. They just want your money. Ultimately, that's what it's about. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead, Chris. You know, speaking of disabled, I forgot to mention this is also Disability Pride Awareness Month. Ah, well, being a disabled account yes. on Facebook and IG, I will associate myself with the disabled. I raise my. You're included. Yeah. Weird. I'm included anyway. I've had so many brushes with death. Yeah, believe it or not, people with special. I should be included. We stand with you. I definitely do. I have mixed feelings about the term disabled, but yeah, I'm there. Yes, we cannot forget our brothers and sisters, lovers right. and sinners, and the LGBTQ web disabilities, including those on the spectrum of autism. Absolutely. I found out that there are people on the spectrum who are no, who are afraid to come out of the closet because they just don't know how. And they're afraid of being demonized, stigmatized. They are afraid. So it's really great, Chris. I will send you an article that I will. When you come out about this, because you really inspire people and you make them realize that you have so much to offer and that not everybody can be like Rain Man. But I think that anytime somebody has a so-called disability, that 
almost automatically means they have greater ability in some other area. Of course, it, always. Because when you have a disability, you often shine. You are pushed, in a yeah. way, to research or to investigate or explore or express better than others in other areas. So I think that's certainly true with Chris. Listen to his major speeches here, and a lot of it is because he's autistic. We've known Chris now for quite a few years. And and he's certainly come out. And he has achieved things that Max couldn't achieve. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people couldn't achieve. You've done more in your lifetime than you realize. You cannot limit yourself. Oh, no. no, He he doesn't. I'm just just teasing. I am actually great. He is great. He's very fond of himself, Chris. Yeah. We're all differently abled, really. And some people have stronger disabilities that really mean that they have difficulty doing certain things, whether it's walking or driving a car or reading a book. But some people have difficulty just being empathetic. Yeah. They have difficulty sharing. That's a disability. I think all these billionaires have a major disability. They have difficulty sharing. Yeah. And we can teach them. I hear you loud and clear, guys, and I think we're going to keep fighting until you win, and I will definitely email my letter and so and the article about coming out from okay. my Autistic American series. Uh, I think yeah. it's going to be a really huge opportunity. All right. Yeah, you can email it or post it somewhere. Post it on Bonoboville Post it also. on Bonoboville. Have you joined Bonoboville, Chris? I have joined Bonoboville. Okay. We'll be a little more active. Yes. A lot more active. And AVN, if you're listening, I recommend Dr. Block for the Hall of Fame big time. Oh, you know they're listening. Hi, AVN. How you doing? Hi, AVN. Hey, listen. Urban X Awards has nominated me, and you haven't. So you might as well put me, where is it? The Hall of Fame. Why not? I'm old enough. AVN, love you guys. Hall of Fame. Yeah, I haven't even won an award. You've made a lot of contributions, Dr. Blunt, and you should be so praised. Yeah, uh, also I get me agree. in the Hall of Shame. Yes, we'll put fame. no fame. <laughs> Great to talk with Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. And you hang in there in New Jersey. Good luck in your new school. Hey, good care, and with all that you do, and I can't wait to read what you're writing on bonoboville.com. And that's for everybody else, too, who's out there. You've that's got right. something you want to uh, write about or talk about. Now, the site is a little funky and stuff, but work through it because it's well worth it. It's not like any other site, not a corporate site, and we're not there for your money. It's free. If you'd like to donate, that's fine, uh, but most of the work that we do and most of the teaching we try to do in a fun Montessori kind of way you know, uh, makes the uh, makes the thing go down easier and nicer. Now, on the other hand, if you have money, you could donate. Yeah. You could donate to Bonoboville, and a portion of all our donations goes to the actual Bonobos to help to save them from extinction because they are highly endangered. These are the make love, not war chimpanzees who swing through the trees as well as with each other and they are also the make kink 
not war because they're kind of kinky. That is, they have a <laughs> lot of kinds of sex that are not really for procreation purposes. And they are for making peace. There's a lot of ways you got to go about trying to make peace in this militaristic world we live in bonobos and i call you bonobos and the bonobos the real ones in the jungle those are the ones that show us how to do it from the inside out i mean we got to do it from the outside we got to shut down these war profiteers we got to shut down these war criminals but we also got to find it within us the bonobo sapien inside of us that makes love not war that empowers the females and nurtures the males this is the bonobo way so that's what we do we help to support the bonobos and we are sex therapists we are not hookers we support hookers but we are sex therapists and we do our sex therapy for the most part not always but every day many times a day over the phone we also do it over webcam we also sometimes do it in person but that's kind of rare when we want to yeah, see yeah, it. Really, we know? also do something else. We fight. We go to court. That's a whole different area. Yeah, but it's all in the same. You've got to, like he was saying, you've got to stand up. You've got to stand up. But one thing I should mention, since you're saying that and conflating things that maybe are scaring people when you oh, conflate no, them. I don't want to scare that is, nobody that your information in every way from financial to personal when you are a client of the dr susan block institute is totally private and confidential it is super private in that we don't even have it on a computer we have it on little cards so you can rest assured even though we are public and we try to encourage people like chris to be out there in public and not be afraid. We understand if you are afraid, and we certainly respect that. It's a rough world out there. And so we support and respect and honor your privacy. A lot more than Zuck. (laughs) Listen, we don't steal your information. We don't do that on Bonoboville. We certainly don't do that at the Institute. Bonoboville is online, so you are sharing your information to some extent but we're not selling any of it we we don't rent it we don't lease it we don't uh, nothing uh, we can hardly keep it together (laughs) right and it's very sex positive you can show your boobies you can show your whole body of course if you want to show porn porn you do that in the private areas yeah i do understand i don't know if it's censorship much as boundaries we have boundaries just like people do in real life by the way i have no boundaries over the phone but i do have boundaries on the internet and i do have lots of boundaries in real life and so we do understand boundaries what we do not approve understand is this rampant censorship and we do believe it is not to protect the children it is for advertising and that's it it's for bottom line they want to grab your identity and your information and your children's identity and information but they don't want you to say anything that might offend anybody 
especially offending an advertiser. Like Kellogg's or one of those guys. Aren't those the guys that originated? Originated because they stopped masturbation. Because the guy wanted to create a food that would stop you from masturbating. masturbating. And the same thing with graham crackers yeah, were created the, for that were, purpose. Were religious. And all the Kellogg cereal eaters who masturbate can prove that that was not true. In the meantime, they're, po- they're poisoning you with their food. But they are poisoning you, you with their food. Their food. <laughs> totally. But it does not stop masturbation right. for those of you who would like to stop masturbation. Yeah. The no, best way to stop masturbation is to have a lot of sex with somebody. Then you're not going to want to masturbate so much because you're having sex with somebody. I haven't masturbated in 32 years. Because you're having sex with somebody. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> that is the way to stop, brothers and sisters. But otherwise, it's a natural thing. Bonobos masturbate. But, of course, most non-human animals masturbate, and the human animal masturbates. And we have callers in the call-in area. What do we got? Okay. We have David and Mar. Mars. 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 Okay. Let's talk, because we're going to Mars, right? Who do you want to talk to? To Mars. We are going to Mars. Mars. We're going to Mars. We're going to Mars. Are you ready? I'm going Is to Venus ready? myself. We're going to Mars. We're going to Mars. Buckle I want to go to Venus. Hello, Mars. No, Mars made a mistake. Oh. I thought so. That's why I wasn't too excited about going to oh. Mars. <laughs> Is that Mars really is one of those shy people in the closet who wants to stay on their dark, cold planet and not get out there and be with the people. But... David does want to be with the people, so we will talk to David. David. Hello, David. Good evening, Max. And, uh, Dr. Good, Good, evening. Evening. Good evening, David. How you doing? Uh, I'm all right. I have uh, actually a few questions, if you sure. don't mind. Is this hybrid bonobo? Yes. Ah, I yes. like that name in a way because, of course, I'm a big bonobo buff. I know you said you think you're part chimp, which makes you kind of a little bit have a violent side. And everybody has a violent side. As long as you don't shoot me or anybody else, I'm okay with you acknowledging your violent side. Anyway, I do remember you as hybrid bonobo. And I also want to say... Your conversation that we had a few weeks ago was pretty edgy. So, what's your question? <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, you had an interview quite some time ago, I'm sure, uh, with a, uh, I think a Harvard anthropologist right. about bonobos. Dr. Richard Rangham. Dr. Richard Rangham. I didn't know his name. Also, I, I, I searched for it like... Uh, I think through your archives uh, or your website, and I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, I want to listen to this, but okay. I just want to know, is there any way I can, yes. Absolutely. It is right on my website. I just need to find it. Abe, hey, you want to look it up? Richard Rangham. I think it might be drsusanblock.com slash Richard dash Rangham. We'll, we'll find but it. But I'm... Uh, w R A N G H A M. 
And I did call that show The Bonobo Way, but I've called so many things The Bonobo Way since then. From 96? Yes. I found it. You found okay, it. Okay, what's right? the, the URL? Engine, Can you put it in the yeah, chat? Yeah, I'll put it in the chat. It's Richard-Rangum-Bonobo. Okay, okay, there you go. So you can listen to it, watch it, actually. You watch me, and maybe we flash some pictures of him. He had just written a book called Demonic Males about violence and about other chimps and apes of different sorts that are quite violent, and he called it Demonic Males. And yet he also included a chapter on bonobos. He was just really exploring bonobos. He's since become even more of a bonobo expert and he was the advisor to our survival of the friendliest couple, Vanessa Woods yeah, I like and Vanessa. Dr. Brian They're Hare. Both very nice. They're both very nice. But you were going to say you like Vanessa because she's cute, right? Well, she is cute. I mean, I, I, I know that. <laughs> and smart. Very yes, smart. Very so smart. Way beyond the cuteness here. And Brian is actually very cute. I can I beg your pardon? Vouch for. Huh? Yes. Yeah. I think they're both very cute. They are. I both love very to cute. ask them how's the hair in the woods. woods. <laughs> right? They were really interested in that. They'd never said that before. I said, next time you have sex, you gotta say, now the hair is in the woods. <laughs> anyway, yes. Richard Rangham. Harvard professor, advisor to Brian Hare and Vanessa Woods, and pretty much my first guest that was an expert on bonobos. And, and, was, and had the, was brave enough. And very, very brave. From the scientific, yes. you know, uh, and those guys. He had no idea that he would be ostracized, I guess. Or maybe he had some idea, but he wanted to do it anyway but they gave him a hard time over there at harvard after he did the show oh i'm sure and yeah, yeah. it actually got into salon magazine that he was demonized for being on my now, show okay so you know but he survived and prospered yeah. and all, and and a lot of people are afraid to come on the show why because we talk about sex we're very direct, huh? right? And it's not like uh, going on national television. It's like this is personal. Very much so, and you know? it's not even like most social media these right. days, totally where not. they're censoring stuff like this. Nobody censors us here, and we appreciate calling. Yeah. Thank you, Colin. Amen and a women and a bonobos to Colin. But we're a little nervous about Rumble. We hope you're cool, Rumble. Well, I'm very excited going to Rumble <laughs> and converting some of these well, sure. lost souls into the benefits of community sharing, right. peacefulness. Yeah. yeah, I think if you call socialism sharing, you might go but farther, that's what it which is. is what we call it. Well, that's what it is. And hopefully nobody is going to demonize the word sharing. Sharing resources. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And love. And love. Sharing so. things. Sharing, sharing your life, sharing your home. 
sharing you know, ideas sharing and I think ideas. it's very important to share ideas which is one reason I'm a little suspicious about threads because you're not supposed to share political ideas you're only supposed to share positivity yeah because political ideas sharing, are a little sh- abrasive yeah, sharing, by nature sharing we, we promote sharing yes what is good I mean what is freedom freedom is freedom from disease freedom from poisoning by corporation, uh, freedom from fear. Mm-hmm. F- those are freedoms. So, David is still on the oh, line. Oh, sorry, AKA David. AKA Hybrid Bonobo. I, I, I got carried away. I'm still here. So now we've told you where to find that show. The whole show, actually, you might have seen it on YouTube because it was my oldest piece was on YouTube. Was actually some portions of this not my very oldest my oldest piece is part of the Yale women rhythm group singing uh-huh. at Dr. Susie Speakeasy in downtown LA and wow I mean so many wonderful things were on our YouTube channel that are now gone so that is gone from YouTube but you can see it on the address drsusanblock.com slash richard-rangham-bonobos and you can also see it at bonoboway.com and you can see the whole thing not just and excerpts. You, you should all go see it it's, it's, a, it's a great interview it really is it's yeah. one of my best it's one of my first I think it is my first interview about bonobos because I was so impressed that he wrote a chapter on bonobos even though most of the book is about demonic males so uh, David other question yes Um, Yes, (laughs) I like your list I like I enjoy listening to the banter (laughs) between you two it's funny oh yeah Um, (laughs) we're really good at that thank you though yeah yes Um, I want to know uh, Dr. Block uh, Max, if you guys have any information on uh, actual hybrids, uh, bonobo and chimpanzees, I've looked for information on that. I couldn't find much. I've heard I've heard that they exist, but like, can you tell me any, any information you know about uh, these creatures? I don't know a lot, but I do know there are some hybrid chimp bonobos. Generally, they don't mate. I guess. They have been in zoos. But they're separate. In zoos, they're separated from the regular No, chimps. but he's asking about a hybrid. <clears throat> yeah, that they, they had little sexual something. It's possible. They, they, they can Ooh. do that. Ah. And since his name is Hybrid Bonobo, right. he would like to know about this. Well, have you researched it? Yeah, he couldn't find anything, he said. Yeah, I, I I I found a little bit of information, and it was just like a month, like months ago, um, and I, it just was so little. I, I just like this is not, you know, I can't do much with it. So I was like, let me ask an expert, <laughs> someone who knows uh, more than I do. I'm not really an expert in that particular thing of them mixing. I know that they can. I know that they have, and then. It's often a question of the community accepting this. And that's what ape. happened to you, David. Right. Your hybrid bonobo. It's a hybrid bonobo. That's great. And that's part of the philosophy of the bonobo. 
and the physical human mm. who has the You're philo- getting very philosophical. Philosophical. I was trying to be biological. Oh, okay, you go. You but go, you I must admit go. that if I am biological, I can't answer that question with any stories or examples. Go forth, young man, hybrid bonobo, and find out about this. I'm sure there are examples. I don't know. Mm. All right. Well, thank you for asking that. And I have one last question. Okay. Sure. sure. I hope I can answer this one really better. Maybe. That's a question. I'm really interested in about the human, like, I guess, uh, the study of human cultures throughout the past, especially when it comes to sexuality, the things that are considered taboo. Thing, you know, within our culture today. I want to know if you have any any sources of like, you know, articles or books of uh, human cultures throughout the, you know, human, uh, history uh, that we that we know about, you know, uh, that were like, you know, written, seen, observed. Uh, not, not so much like, you know. Well, uh, certainly you I know, recommend uh, Dr. Christopher Ryan's book. And Casilda Jethis, they wrote a book called Sex at Dawn. Have you read that? I have not yet. You should oh, read that. Oh, well, that's a primer in how kinky societies were back in the day. And by kinky, I mean just enjoying different forms of sex that are considered taboo and not even super taboo, like let's just say group sex, okay? Certainly group sex was very common because there weren't a lot of private spaces back in the day. And the whole idea of separate bedrooms is really rather recent. So... Actually radical. Yeah, so I would say that's a very taboo thing right now. And yet, that has been practiced in almost all human societies many, many years ago, non-industrial societies, and caves and places where there's only one room in the house. There's all kinds of examples, and there's lots of stuff on the internet, as Max says, go to Google. But start with Chris Ryan. And... This book, Sex at Dawn, it really gets into bonobos and how close we are to bonobos and how our common ancestor might have been more bonobo-like than we are. In other Mm. words, more pagan, more polyamorous, more into different forms of sex. Now, even common chimps are not exactly monogamous. They aren't monogamous at all. They have different partners. They don't have the variety of sex, and they don't seem to use sex to diffuse violent tension. It's one thing that another great bonobo and ape expert, Dr. Franz de Waal says, is that bonobos use sex to get power. And common chimps use power to get sex. Now, if you're using sex to get power, you're probably not going to get a lot of power. And it's true. In Bonoboville, among bonobos, there are alpha females and alpha males. And they get there through sex and 
through a certain compassion and sexual sharing and understanding, they get power, but they don't lord it over each other to get sex, which is why rape is very rare and murder is non-existent among bonobos. Now, among common chimps, they get power one way or another through intimidation and violence, and they use that to get sex, to intimidate the females and push the males aside to get sex, and they limit their sex. It's mostly procreative sex, but they have it with different partners. Are they also uh, cannibals? Do they eat their children or something? No. no. Oh, they kill their children. Who does? Oh, the chimps. The chimps, Yeah, yes. they do. They have infanticide. Right, right. And that is a real shame. Yeah. And yet the ones that really have infanticide are gorillas. One of the reasons really? the common chimps don't do as much infanticide, although they do do some, is because they don't know who the father is. Ah. This is why, if you don't know who the father is, I That's don't know. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, but I know, there's a whole big thing who, about fatherhood. But bonobos don't know who the father is. Not really. And, and do you know what? That humans don't. They well, don't really they know do. who the... F- no, they don't do, do, do that. Somebody's fucking There somebody. are some human societies in which, yes, the females have sex with all different males, and all the males feel somewhat responsible for the child. Well, like, that's they're all uncles. That's very and bonobo. And that's how bonobos are. <clears throat> and to some extent, common chimps, the gorillas are not that way, because there's always one gorilla that uh, is in control of the harem. But when he dies, one way or another and other gorillas come in to kind of take control of the harem, very sadly, they kill the children of, of the, this. the dead one. Yes. And the females mourn, but then they kind of get over it, and they join with this new gorilla big daddy because that's how and their hormones and how their kind of society goes. And it's kind of sad. It's very sad. And bonobos don't do that. Yeah. And common chimps don't do it as much, but they do make war. They kill adults. That's what they do. Gorillas. No, the common chimps. Oh, yeah, the chimps. Common chimps kill adult males. Gorillas kill babies, and bonobos don't kill so far. We hope they never do. We hope hope we don't teach them. Teach them, right, to kill. Right. So hybrid bonobo, we encourage you to emphasize your bonobo side. All of us. Although we love the fact that you're so, like, woke to being a hybrid. And in a way, all humans are. We have a violent side, and we should all learn to control it and keep cool. I haven't been in a fight in years. There you go, Bonobo Max. Yeah, fighting? Are you kidding? Did somebody break my tooth or something? Okay, so is hybrid bonobo still there? Hello? Yes, yes, I am. And thank you for answering my questions. Uh, I think it's really interesting. I love the, uh, you know, the, the, the whole the, the animal kingdom. They, 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 they kill the, they commit infanticide. And then I, I, just, I just can't. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I've heard of chimps doing it, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, um, they do, but not so much. You know what? Humans do it. They have to be really angry to Humans do it. do it. Well, humans, definitely. Humans kill their and own children. Terrible. Right. Out of madness, because you got to have this family, and then... Some of them shouldn't have children. Some people shouldn't have, shouldn't they be should pushed. They should just be aunts and uncles. Yeah, grandmothers, you know, sometimes don't listen to everything your grandmother They want everybody said. to reproduce. We're into recreation, and a little bit of reproduction is fine, and all the children are lovely, but not everybody should be a parent, like me. Can I read you a quote? Well, sure. Since we're talking about that kind of thing. Prince Philip. The guy, Prince Philip. Right, the father of yeah. King Charles. This goes way back to the 50s. This. He said not everybody should have kids. No, so he <laughs> says the problem in the world today is overpopulation. Oh. So if I believe in rebirth and coming back, I would like to be a virus so I could kill millions of people. Wow. Prince this 1950. He was a little bit of a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he was a little bit racist. I am not for overpopulation. I certainly am not. But I think that there's a bit of a crossover with the racist movement. So that's the problem with everything these days, is you believe in anything and you find that people you don't like also believe in that thing. It's a little awkward, strange bedfellows, but I guess we're going to learn more about that with Rumble because we all believe in very little censorship, almost no censorship, and yet we disagree with the Rumble people about so much. Well, it's not the Rumble, the, the whole Rumble thing. I, I listened to the CEO today, it's all about money. They uh. just did an IPO, he's a millionaire now, yeah. and that's it. And it's, it's very right-wing. There's a lot of... It's, it's okay. I, I don't care. Because I, I... You know, I'm left-wing, so I'm going to be there lefty or lefty. It balances things yeah, out. You'd right. think they'd want some lefties. But yeah. I don't know if they would regard us as a kind of classic example of a lefty. No, we're snowflakes. <laughs> we're everywhere. I mean, Glenn Greenwald is on there, but I don't consider him lefty. He's like a former lefty, although he's very pro-Julian Assange. He was on Tucker Carlson. There is a lot of crossover these days, so it's hard to pigeonhole The only people. thing I have about the right wing is they're infringing on my rights. That's all. Yeah. Whatever they want to do. Hey, I don't care. They want to eat their babies, shoot each other. I, that, not my I don't want them shooting no, each other. No, no, no. Because I can get caught in the crossfire. No, no. I d I'm saying, but don't take away my rights. That's it. And mostly our rights involve freedom of speech, speech and expression. And expression. We don't need freedom to carry a gun. And right. we understand you gun fetishists need to have something. But these gun collections that are all over people's patios, like art collections, are just over the top and disgusting. So anyway, David, I hope you are not a gun collector. Brady. David, we got Brady ready to talk. Did you get your questions answered, David? Hybrid bonobo. 
thank you uh, for answering my questions and uh, I love the show and go Panovos. You take care. And I'm pro matriarchy and uh, I love I love the uh, fuck the rich and uh, FDR and Dr. Block and Max and I love it all. Thank you. I'm glad <laughs> you gave the full name there. Thank you so much, Hybrid Bonobo. Enjoy our interview with Dr. Richard Rangham and more on the BonoboWay.com site. Yeah. Also, some other very interesting interviews, including with our survival of the friendliest couple, Vanessa Woods and Dr. Brian Hare. So, we're going to talk with Brady. Hey, Brady. Hello. What's happening? I was driving to a show tonight, and you wouldn't believe the amount of violence I encountered just trying to get to my show. Wow, on the street? Yes, a bunch of large black uh, Dodge Rams. Notoriously, notorious, uh, actually notorious for cheaters. They did a study on cars. They found that uh, guys who drove Dodge Rams were the most likely to cheat on their significant other. Well, if you drive a car with just that name, Dodge Ram, it sounds like you're trying to ram it into somebody, first of all. And second, it sounds like you're trying to dodge your wife. Dodge responsibility, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of them shooting each other or ramming into each other or what? I thought I might be shot at today, actually. I recorded the entire situation. Oh, wow. It was a madhouse out there on the road today. There are three different instances on the road where I encountered drivers so bad that I was like, ching, I got your picture, dude. Like, we're going to find you. I'm going to like, you know, like, yeah, we have wow. a talk. It's a whole nother, it's a whole nother subject, but... High levels of paranoia in America. High levels. Of paranoia, and yeah, the guy, definitely. the guy that we killed, that we blamed the twin towers on, uh, he said, "Osama gonna, bin Laden." Uh, yeah, bin Laden said, "You're going to live in a life of fascism and terror." Like well, he was never, right about that. Like you've never known. Not that we're supportive of him. No, no, no. no but no, he not was at all. right about that. But he said that clearly, and if you look around now, everybody has a ring on their door. Mm. To watch other people and strange people who might come to steal their Amazon. We have one too. Yeah, we have one too. Yeah. You betcha. <laughs> we want to see if you're coming to steal our art. <laughs> anyway, well, Brady, we're glad you survived. Yeah, and so did you get to your concert? Yeah, we had a great show. And it was a great know, show. Good. Oh, I was playing a country show. I was playing drums for a country band. Oh, oh cool. Cool. Well, right. drummer boy, we're proud of you. My country out band, there. the Burt News, a uh, uh, fellow Jewish band, a Jewish band, actually, Jewish, Jewish country, country band, Jewish band. country punk band. You know, I just love the hybrids out there. Hybrid bonobo, <laughs> Jewish country band. That's what's great about living in these times is everybody's a hybrid. There's no longer even a right wing and a left wing. No. We're, everybody's we're, like we, a we bird sh- flying we, around looking for a place to land. Hmm. And actually, Cut the Pentagon just told us Adam Moseri is Israeli. Ah. So even though I'm a proud Jew, sort of proud, I'm not that proud, but I'm I'm not ashamed to be Jewish. And I'm a converted Jew. I am against Zionism and against the violence and the oppression that 
Israel is perpetrating upon Palestine. I am a Jew for Palestine, so I got the solidarity. And I got friends in Israel, so I don't want them to die. I want them to be safe. I'm not against Israel, but this experiment is It's a very complicated situation. It's a bad neighborhood. It's a bad neighborhood. We need a better way. I'm not saying I know where they should go. I guess Florida. They should crowd out the sand. We have so much space in America. Yeah, America, Canada. There's so many places they'd be more than welcome to go. And just... Leave the dogma behind. You know, like, yeah, leave, leave the dogma in Palestine and just go somewhere else. One person's dogma is another person's politics but I w- I or religion. To, I wouldn't Some people Israel. might say I'm dogmatic about bonobos, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I am. I believe in bonobo sure, lifestyle. Sure, sure do I. I do. do I believe in it. Mm. And so I make some people sick with it, especially people that believe in violence. And some people do. You know, and they kind of get sick of me and my dogma, bonobos. But in any case, Adam Mosseri, he's in charge of threads and I guess Instagram. And so Cut the Pentagon says, so will solidarity with Palestinians lead to being banned on threads? And I would predict, yes. And it's a sad prediction. I think that probably to a certain extent, It'll be okay, like if you're just advertising something where you express your solidarity with Palestinians. And I will see if that happens. But I think that that's okay. I see Abby Martin is on there. And she, of course, wears her solidarity with Palestinians on her sleeve. But to have a discussion about it, a thread where you're really getting into it, like you have on Twitter... I think that's going to be problematic unless they change. And they might change. And now Cut the Pentagon is kind of making me see that if they're going to change, I don't know if Adam Mosseri is going to be in charge. Because I can see how he would not want that conversation going on. Of course not. And that conversation does go on on Twitter to some extent. I'm on a bit of a crusade today. Like I said, I got a a mission for myself and I got a mission for you guys to actually, it's a little homework for you guys as well. And so today, once I finally got... You want to be our headmaster, Brady? I'm headmaster for two seconds, just two seconds. A temporary headmaster. That's on your end. Oh, that's squeaking. All right, go ahead. Hey, Brady. A temporary headmaster in training. Um, Yeah. And so... And at my like show, it. it was very hot. We had to play outside. I decided I talked to my bandmates. We're going to form a Texas Musicians Union. Wow, that's right. so cool. Yay. A Texas Musicians Union. That's here for sharing. Doesn't that sound awesome? We're going to have some songs about it, all that good jazz. But um, for you guys, uh, my homework for you all is I just recently learned this week that people on both SSRIs and... Uh, I think it was puberty blockers uh, suffer from a complications with having orgasms. And I'm wondering what you think about that, Dr. Susan, and what you know about that. Yeah, well, there's various complications with orgasms. And many foods. And many poisonous with chemicals. And many upbringings and many different diseases and other things. 
Uh, certainly, Max, you've uh, been on a little Zoloft. Doesn't seem to interfere with your orgasm. No. No. And are you embarrassed about that? No, no, I'm just horny. Yeah. <laughs> He's horny. So I do know it does interfere with some, and it makes sense. I'm not going to get judgmental about these chemicals entering your body. It's a choice, I guess, sometimes. You're warned. You're warned. Uh, actually, California, you're yes. warned. We're very woke here. Yes, we're good. Woke. In California, you are warned, but you yeah. can do it, both these types of chemical interventions, and people do it. And I am not against it. I do caution people about it. And I don't think it's a deal breaker, certainly with orgasm or erection or ejaculation. I think it does make it more challenging. But these people, whether you're taking antidepressants because you're so depressed, I mean, depression is anti-orgasmic. Oh, that's all. You know, when you're too depressed, you don't have orgasms because you're so depressed. Anxiety, I think, is another story. Like, I'm a very anxious person, and it's been suggested to me that I take antidepressants. And I go, no, I don't take antidepressants. I'm anxious. But I am afraid that they might interfere with my sex drive or, I don't know, just take away certain parts of my valuable personality. So I don't do it. But I do think it's fine for some people. Hey, listen. When I smoke pot, it takes away valuable parts of my personality and my anxiety, but it brings them back. Pot is a temporary thing, although there are some long-term effects. And same with alcohol. There are long-term effects to life and to the chemicals that we have in food. And of course, they do say that antidepressants are now in the water, aren't they? Yeah, they're totally in the water. You don't so have to we're getting them all over the place. <laughs> you don't have so to go to the we kind of have to deal with them. And right. so I try to help people. That helps to keep me in business because it's true. A lot of my clients are grappling. I, I won't always say suffering. Some of them are suffering. But they're all kind of trying to handle their feelings, their chemicals, their, their gender. genders. Exactly. Yeah, you know, sure. when you have gender dysphoria... It, there is a choice between struggling with your gender dysphoria and taking some chemicals that might make you feel better in certain ways, but will make you uh, not feel so good in other ways. Right. It's the same if you have a heart condition. You get a choice. Am I going to take these chemicals that might give me a longer life, but cut down on the quality of my life because they might, my blood runs so thin that I'm like, bleeding and so there's always choices when you take chemicals Brady and sometimes it gives me more business it's true as a sex therapist and I appreciate that although I have empathy for my clients that go through that it's tough to go through a chemical world and yet what would we do without some of these chemicals some of them saved my life so yeah. I go along with some of them. You got to have mushrooms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm talking <laughs> so about. So glad for the mushrooms. <laughs> right. But they can interfere with your ability yeah, to yes. have an erection. Yeah, it, you know, when you're could, on mushrooms and you're hanging out on the mushrooms, He's sometimes out you get horny and if you take a certain amount, you go, who needs to be horny? I'm just sitting here doing fine." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so there is that fine line yeah, when you, you do any drugs, Brady. That's an absolutely good point. Um, the dosage uh, absolutely has an effect on... Uh, dosage. That's not an exact science. It isn't the same for everybody. We're all different weights. We're all different mentalities. We're all different genetic histories. So you muddle your way through life, trying this and that chemical, some of them offered by hospitals and some of it by your neighbor. Well, I just got home, so I got to go, but it's good talking to y'all. Hey, great to talk to you. Don't do too many drugs, but do enough to get yourself through life and keep being an awesome person. I'm absolutely into a little bit of a fast. Uh, a little cleanse, a little cocooning session. Fast. All right. Well, food is a drug too. Cocooning is a drug? Cocooning is, well, okay. Then you're really stretching the term drug to mean anything. So I guess, uh, yeah, but I, I thought you said you're on a bit of a fast. It's an androgynous drug, which is uh, usually a pretty good thing. Cocooning? Well, androgynous drugs, the, dr- the drugs that your body produces on its own. So the cannabinoids of your body, the, the DMT of your body, um, the serotonin, the dopamine of your body, oxytocin, okay. you know, these things. But all these those are all- things are when they interact with the world, whether it's another person or an actual drug that is ingested or injected or the atmosphere, especially if you live in New York. Lately, there's a lot of pollution. Oh, we're getting a dust storm. Oh, okay, yeah. dust storms. Yes. They definitely affect your mentality. In fact, they just did a study that shows that this really affects our mental health. We knew this. I'm aware of the study. Yeah. Yes, it's a big study about this Just. atmosphere of ours. I mean, think about what we're breathing, the, the lead from the cars and the exhaust and the, and the fires. and the, You do and a the, lot of driving around, Brady. So I do. be careful about well, what you're One of the things ingesting. that I do is I'll take a T-shirt and I'll just hold the T-shirt over my face when I'm in a high-traffic situation, even with your car filter, the yeah, windows yeah, that's, up. That's, a, that's not a bad idea. You always have interesting, good ideas. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised at the difference in air quality. And the study was involved with chess players. They found that just a slight increase in uh, particles in the atmosphere was one of the things that had the largest effect on outcome of games outside of the chess players. They were looking for ways that chess player, players might be cheating, potentially. Wow. So they looked at all kinds of different variables. And what they found was that uh, just a slight increase in air pollution or, or decrease in air quality of the place where the chess players are playing has an almost instantaneous effect on sure. their cognition, measurable, and sure. it happens within like three minutes, three minutes of the change in air quality. And, and depending where you are, the air is more poisonous. And we're all pawns <laughs> of the corporate polluters. I mean, it's so difficult to control in, in that. In front of us is a road where maybe... 50, 60,000 cars a day go by with their exhaust right. shit. Wearing the masks right. did yeah. help with that. Yeah, but it is it is one thing. I've been wearing the mask because I'm learning from Chinese culture that if you don't want to get sick during the, uh, the sickest days of getting colds, you wear a mask. And so I see that and actually uh, I admire that. 
Uh, they don't want to get me sick, and I sure as shit don't want to get you sick. So why are we breathing on each other? Well, we're going to soon stop breathing on each other because we only got a few more minutes. That's right. So we have right really enjoyed talking with you and oh, breathing the same airwaves as you once again, Brady. Likewise. It's a breath of fresh Brady. Well, it's great. So always. stay good and healthy and sexy. And Likewise. We'll and we're going to rumble Thank along, you. baby. Use... Stick with us right through Rumble, right? Roger that. I'll follow you guys on Rumble right away. <laughs> All right. We should have some fun. <laughs> Always have fun in life. On Thread, it's only certain kinds of fun are allowed. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Not, only not certain e kind. friend. All right. That so we got to go. But we are very excited that we are going to be on Vice, August 8th, 8-8, Chinese good luck. And shorthand for love and kisses in amateur radio. And maybe we're going to get back on IG and Facebook. We don't know. Maybe we're going to get back on YouTube. We're working with lawyers. We're running in the race for most popular sex educator. Although I don't think I'm going to win, but I will put my URL in the area so y'all can vote for me. I want to do a good showing. So I also think I've got to say goodbye to John Clark another time. He was my John. second radio producer on KIEV, husband of different women, but most famously Lynn Redgrave. Right, right. And they had a divorce and certainly an interesting character. The Redgrave family. Yes, of the Redgrave family, yes. which they is a little bit like the important uh, Barrymore British, family. Yeah, Somehow yeah. we've interacted with these two royal thespian families, the Redgrave family, and they're really royal. They're yeah, Sir yeah. Michael Redgrave, and Lynn yeah. Redgrave was his wife, and there have been other famous Redgraves. And now we, our friend, of course, is the somewhat black sheep, but still quite thespian and a great actor, and that's John Barrymore, Drew Barrymore's brother. And so somehow we interact with these royal thespian families, usually with the black sheep of them. <laughs> right. But in any case, John has been a character. He has done me wrong a few times, so I stopped talking to him for a while. He died with a heart on. And yes, he died with a heart, heart on. on. We know that That's because he had one installed right, into right. his penis, so he would forever have, have a heart, heart on. on. He wore very loose pants yeah. <laughs> so that it would be okay. And he always wanted you to touch it. I said, no, no, and I don't want to see it. Right. I don't want to touch it. It's okay. Cool. And he was the but father was of many wonderful children, children, actually. I say many. I think six or so. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe five, but seemed like a lot. And I knew Annabelle fairly well and Kelly and... This is secret Hollywood stuff. Benji. Yes. Yes. They were great young people when I knew them. I haven't seen them in a while. But he had another child, 
Derek. Oh, Derek, right. Derek yeah, yeah, Wilder. Derek Wilder. And of course, Derek came to Bonoboville for several years, right, along right, right. with Janelle. Right. And Janelle Hopkins was my wonderful assistant on KIEV. Wow. And <laughs> she and John got together, one of the first love affairs. And make a baby. Of <laughs> my pro-sex radio show what can i say if it's consensual it happens although i did caution both of them against it because although i think cheating does happen and it shouldn't be illegal and it isn't it's something to be discouraged for the most part especially when the other doesn't know and so I did discourage both of them, and both didn't listen to me at all. And yeah, they had a wonderful result, which was Derek, but much heartache as well. But certainly, Derek is a wonderful son and grandson and member of Bonoboville. He was fun. Derek? Oh, John. John, yeah. John, oh yes. John was was very charming and and jovial and Bonobo-like in a way. Although a little jealous, that was his downfall. He was jealous of one of his girlfriends. And actually kind of all of them, but her in particular because she blatantly had another boyfriend. Anyway, we'll have to talk about John another time, maybe with Janelle. But right now, we got to go. We love you all. Hope you're having a bonobo summer of love. Stay out of gunfire. not uh, a season of hate. Or an era of apathy, but a summer of love, brothers and sisters. That's what we're hoping for. And so come along with us, whether we're on Rumble or Threads, where we can't talk about politics. We're censored everywhere, but hopefully you can join us wherever we are. Twitter, we can pretty much talk about everything, but we're shadow banned. And of course... You can call us if you need to talk and talk to us privately. That number is 213-291-9497 for information about phone sex therapy. And you can also just check us out on bonoboville.com, bonoboway.com, drsusanblock.com, and make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make kink, not war, too. But make love, not war. Whether you're kinky or not, don't make war. And make love to someone you love tonight. Even if that someone is you. I love you. I love you, too. to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience, or a combination. My world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. 
totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.